The subject of today's episode is a method of torture that goes back thousands of years and included stone, iron, and even elephants. But it was mostly used between the 15th and 18th century in medieval England in order to acquire a plea at court. Being used everywhere from Asia, India to England, and even in America, it was a punishment that could result in asphyxiation, broken ribs, shattered spines, massive blood pressure around the brain, and of course, death with the only reprieve being stale bread and stagnant water. Today, we cover the judgment of Penefort et Dure and the punishment of crushing. I'm Kevin Young. And I'm Dan Hurrigan. And this is Torture. All right. So before we get started on the subject at hand and any banter, all that bullshit that we normally do, the award-winning podcast mogul Phil Better constantly says that we should be pushing what they call in the industry CTA or call to action for our listeners. So that's what we'll start with today and we'll do periodically throughout the show. So go email us at torturepod at gmail.com, find us on Instagram and with everything going on right now with Musk, a lesser extent, Twitter, at TorturePod. Get a hold of us. Tell us what you think. Let us know what you would like for us to cover. The first 100 to reach out, rate, review, all that jazz. We'll get a shout out on an episode. The first person to email us and let us know who you are, I will write a song for you. It will not be a great song. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. There you go. A, a Dan Horgan original. <laughs> A Dan Horgan original. It, it will it will severely lack um quality, length, anything that you could also describe as me sexually. So girth, the whole shebang, <laughs> it lack the whole thing. But it will exist forevermore. Did you did you get the video that I I uh, tagged you in on Facebook about the guy who plays his guitar through various uh, objects? Oh, you said I. Forgot to watch it. <laughs> I remember fine. you sent it to me, and I, I was working at the time. I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta watch that later." Yeah, then, no, it's fine. I'd, it's I'd fine. seen one where a guy played through an orange before, and yeah, he plays through an orange. He plays through a pickle. Good. He plays through an egg. He plays through bubble nice. wrap. He, uh, and I was, I, I, I was like, "You got so uh, email us and give us an <laughs> something, and maybe Dan can can play you a music through a grapefruit or something. I don't fucking know." No, I have no way of doing that shit. Don't promise that. <laughs> it was it was awesome because no. he's he's got his he's got his amp and his pedal hooked up, and then the pedal's like plugged hooked into the egg or whatever, and then his guitar's plugged you know hooked into it also with alligator clips, and then it made some weird fucking I'm, go through a pickle as metal as shit because it, it yeah, puts yeah. your guitar into overdrive. It's fucking That's awesome. Sweet. Well, I can say as well if anybody out there is a fellow. Muso, musician head. Tell me yeah. what you play. Tell me what gear you have. Make me jealous. I got lots of random. Yeah, even if it's like a, even if you play like the fucking trumpet. Let us know. Send us a video of yeah. you playing the goddamn trumpet. Play our theme song cool. on the trumpet. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. With all, 
So there's something I hadn't discussed it with you yet. I've been contemplating it over and over about I this whole Twitter nonsense. A lot of people leaving Twitter. We don't have a gigantic following on Twitter as of yet. Uh, I had a bigger one before, but with this show, for some reason, Twitter never really picked up. Don't know how much more stuff we're going to do with Twitter. If he keeps going fucking apeshit on Twitter, we might just leave Twitter altogether. There's this new one out called Mastodon. We might try and we might. Great band. Mastodon. Love Mastodon. Going back to music. Saw them, yeah. saw them live uh, with Every Time I Die and Coheed and Cambria. And they played. Oh, to see them. They played Crack the Sky in its entirety. And it was nice. Fucking Actually, amazing. one of my favorite metal bands only played here two nights ago, and I didn't even know they were playing. They were playing support to Biffy Clyro. And, Who's that? Um, Architects. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, my wife yeah. Uh, listens to them a lot. Oh, they're yeah. such a great band. They come up There's on some a new album out now. her stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I never heard of that. Never heard of that Mastodon platform. I saw that. Um, the one and only um, OnlyFans is making a big push to try and bring it back to what it was designed to be because yeah. I keep getting things on YouTube the whole time where it's like OnlyFans wants to support local artists and all this and those you know and it's like all these people like I'm a local musician I'm on OnlyFans and it's not like as if some guy's sitting there going I'm on OnlyFans I'm gonna whip that my dick you know it's <laughs> it's proper legit <laughs> artists the and first, things like that like it's supposed the first to be 100 to, the first 100 to reach out to us gets free subscription to our only dance only dance yep <laughs> patent pending I have no problem pending. going on only fans but then people have to remember it's not going to be us whipping shit out it's going to be you know getting a hold of us for it's a podcast say, yeah, just bear in mind now somebody can easily sample just that part of that sentence of you saying I have no issue going on only fans <laughs> that's true they, I mean yeah they could if they really wanted to Oh, fuck. All right, Dan, let's uh, take you back, say, like, 16th century England. Uh, again, yep. your favorite place. I know. Uh, you're oh, being yeah. accused of stealing something. Uh, it's got to be something fairly pricey, you know, like the Queen's Diamonds or some bullshit. Ireland. But after, the freedom of yeah. the Irish people. <laughs> you're stealing the... Yes, there you go. Now, after you are captured and taken to the courthouse where the judge asks you to enter a plea, you say nothing. Or you stand silent. Now, why would you do this? Well, we've already talked at length about why would you do this. Um, do you enter a plea? Trial starts. If you found not guilty, then if you, know, you plea not guilty, you're found not guilty, you go back to life as normal. Enter a uh, guilty plea or not guilty, and they find that you're guilty, then you'll be punished. But all your land and possessions will be forfeited to the crown. Talked about this before in uh, Outline. Mm-hmm. If, if you found, you know, the crown gets all your shit. And so your heirs don't inherit anything. You're in prison or killed. They have no way to care for themselves. So we know all about that. If you decide to stand silent and give no plea at all, they couldn't start the trial. That was the law. If you never gave a plea, even if you died while in custody, family still got to keep the land and everything in it. So in 1275... In the Statute of Westminster, they established Pene Fort et Dure, which is French for strong and hard punishment. I'm sure I'm fucking that up, but I'm doing as best as I can. I have a Midwest accent. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> at, first, it, 
<laughs> at first it just meant that you were to be imprisoned and starved until you gave up a plea. But in 1406, they added pressing under heavy weights to the arsenal of coercion. So, Dan, you decide to not give a plea after being asked you know, however many times, and you are, um, well, let, let the language teacher Frenchman Guy Mnage tell you about it. Quote, the prisoner is laid on a low, dark room in a prison, all naked but his privy members, his back upon the bare ground, his arms and legs stretched with cords and fastened to several quarters of the room. This done, he has great weight of iron and stone laid upon him. His diet, till he dies, is of three morsels of barley bread without drink the next day, and if he lives beyond it, he has nothing daily but as much foul water as he can drink three several times, and that without any bread. So, pretty much, first day you get some stale barley bread, and then nothing to eat after that, and you get as much stagnant fucking water as you can drink three times. I think I speak for everyone when I say I'm disappointed you didn't say that all that in a French accent. I was a French man. I know. And it, I know. And trust oh, me, it had gone through my head of, yeah. of whether or not I should, but I don't want to offend any more people than I have already have. Because it We've would be offended everybody. The prisoner is laid in a low dark room in the prison. Yeah. <laughs> yes. all, the, all the French and French Canadian are going. What the fuck? Let's go say. Yeah, what's the your man from Beauty and the Beast again? <laughs> The candlestick, isn't it? It's French. I'm sorry to all of our French and Canadian listeners. I apologize. But that's why I Canadians. That's why. That's why I I didn't do it in a French accent. It would have come out like that. Actually, makes sense. Is a Lumiere? Yeah, French for So I should have known that. Well, a Lumiere. Now this could take days to accomplish. You had to wait. You asked for a plea. You don't give them one, add more weight, they ask for a plea. You don't give them one, they add more weight, they leave, let you lay there for a few hours, eventually in your own piss and shit, come back, ask for a plea, you don't give them one, more weight, try again tomorrow, till you either crack or you die. But standing silent. Crack. Uh, in some yeah. cases. Yes. Yes. But standing silent wasn't the only thing that could trigger Pene Fortitur. Uh, being too picky with your jurors could as well. What? <laughs> so, so English law permitted defendants the right to challenge jurors who might be prejudiced, which that happens now. You you go into jury selection if they if they think that you're going to be prejudiced towards the uh, the defendant, they mm -hmm. can send you out. Yeah, That's yeah. fairly common. But the courts didn't want to give the defendants the right to abuse this rule by allowing them to handpick friendly juries. So if you challenged more than 20, you got the weight. So so if you get to that 19, you get to the 20, and they're like, okay, no more. And then somebody comes up, and they just really fucking hate you. I mean, they're just really, they're looking forward to sending you to prison or watching you hang, and you're like, I can't with him. He can't be one. Nope. Tie him down. The concept is... It's just ridiculous. Like, why not just say, like, you're just not allowed to go beyond that? And then just, that's it. Like, 
Yeah, just, it, just, just say no. Just be like, yeah, no. exactly. Yeah, no. Okay, like, I, I've that's... been, I've done jury duty, like you know, and they, they can only select a certain amount that they're allowed to, like, say, dismiss for whatever reasons, and they right. literally call them all up, whatever, like that, and they turn around and say no to that person or no to that person, and once they hit their right. maximum limit, that's it. But why can't it just be that? <laughs> just say you're not allowed to do this. Don't, like, like, uh, don't say you do this. We're gonna kill you. Like you're being too greedy. Now we're gonna have to crush you. Yeah, death. I mean it's ridiculous. Again, uh, it was England in <sighs> the. Def- yeah, no, century. yeah. It's just our first train of thought. Instead of saying we are going to tell these people, no, you're just not allowed <laughs> to do this. It, we're going to tell them if you try to do this, <laughs> this will happen to you. Like you know, it's just yeah. Well, but it, it was the same way. It's like I mean normally you would look at other people, other countries and be like, Oh, let them live their lives. But of course, England and England would go, Hey, we own you now. True. Sadly, (sighs) it's very true. Yeah. A little green tear coming out my eye now. (laughs) It'll all work out. Now, probably the most famous case of pressing or crushing in the UK was that of Roman Catholic martyr St. Margaret Clithrow. Now, Margaret Middleton was born 1556 in Yorkshire, a Protestant. But in 1571, she married John Clithrow and converted to Catholicism three years later. Now, this was during the reign of Queen Elizabeth I, who was, to say the least, not a friend to the Catholic people or their beliefs. Nope. Going as far as outlawing mass <laughs> and making it mandatory to attend Anglican church. Margaret Urfi, do you know any of this? I mean, you obviously you're not you don't live in England, but um, do you know any of the story of Margaret Clithrow? No, I do not. Being honest. No, well, I mean, yeah, you're no. you've been pretty staunch in your uh, anti-Catholicism as well, so I didn't know if you and Elizabeth first had a thing. No, no, no. But even about my like anti-Catholicism thing like I still uh, I don't avoid things surrounding it if you get me you know okay. what I mean because as far as All I'm right. concerned unless you know about it you can't really judge it if you get me so yeah but I just do not know this particular okay thing. well Margaret refused to attend the Anglican church and was repeatedly fined for refusing on June 6th 1576 she was designated a recusant or one who fails to attend angling services because she was pregnant she was excused from having to report to a council following november but she was later imprisoned for nearly a year then she went a little too far and allowed secret masses to be celebrated in her home where she also hid roman catholic priests She was seized on March 10th, 1586, during a raid on her home. Her fate was sealed for a law of 1583 made aiding Jesuits and seminary priests punishable by death. This sounds a bit like uh, something else to happen in the 40s. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Is this Anne Frank? Is this how Anne Frank died? Yeah. (laughs) So she refused to plead guilty or innocent, stating that only God could judge her. She was stripped naked in front of everyone, which, according to historians, was an obscene, virtually pornographic, and shaming ritual. 
Her limbs were tied with ropes and stretched. A door was placed on her chest. Then weights were added. Now, with other instances of crushing, the weight is added slowly over time, sometimes taking a couple days, 20 pounds here, 15 pounds there. Maybe a couple hundred after a day or so, a couple more on the next. That is not what happened to Margaret. Uh, she at no point gave a plea, and after only a few minutes, there was between 770 to 800 pounds placed on her chest. Christ. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Her, her spine snapped, and her ribs apparently burst through her skin. She was later made yeah. a saint by the church. Um, saint of what? Uh, that I didn't see. Uh, I didn't probably. Um, the saint of barbecue ribs. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, we've already had a saint of stoves, so we might as well have something to cook on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saint of stoves. Oh, I must remember to pray to a saint now when I cook dinner later. Yeah. Yeah, this was the inspiration for a death scene in the BBC show Gunpowder, which I've never seen or even heard of, but whatever. Uh, uh, you wouldn't really if it's BBC. But, um, I've heard a lot of things on BBC, but that's just not one of them. Pretty sure that's the yeah, 2017 series. I'm pretty sure. Am I, that's Kit Harrington's one. Uh, oh, really? I know. I, know oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. I'm, you know what? Um, I think I might I know, know what that it. is. You said Kit Harrington. And I, yeah, I think I might know that that one now. Mm. Let me think about it. Because well, I think this they is had a HBO it. series here. Yeah, I think they had it straight. Well, a lot of the stuff that we get over here on on HBO, Hulu, Netflix, all that stuff. Some of that, a lot of that stuff starts off as a BBC show, and then they get the rights to to air it. Um, yeah. So we could see it because we don't get the BBC over here unless we get America, BBC America, which. Right. She was canonized by a patronage business. Probably like the saint of weights or something like that, you know. <laughs> saint of weightlifting? Yeah. Saint of getting yes. swole? Yeah, that's it, exactly. As <laughs> <laughs> if she couldn't deal with it. Um, and just in case you were wondering, the red light is on, the minutes are ticking. I did hit record. Ha, good. <laughs> Good, good, and my good. wife isn't here right now. She's out shopping, so she can't like stick her head in here and be an asshole and tell me not to, you know, tell me not don't forget to record as she has the past three times we've recorded. <laughs> um, so apparently her attributes, which I'm assuming are kind of like her symbols or some shit, yeah, is a door. <laughs> okay, because the door a was Bible. put on her. Yeah, and a I Bible, know. a martyr's palm. Palm and rosary. Okay. Um, a relic which is said to be her hand is in um, a convent in York. Oh, really? Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, it's uh, a bit fucked up. Um, so she's the patron saint of doors? Of doors, I think. <laughs> it doesn't say like what her... Well, she's a patron of. No, sorry, well, sorry. Her patronage is of business women, converts, martyrs, the Catholic Women's League, and the Latin Mass Society. So realistically, she's the patron saint of martyrs. I mean, that's. And doors. I mean, that's like. It's up there. 
imagine having that in, in your Dungans and Durgans game and every time you go through a door if she was your saint you'd be like oh holy you, Margaret you gotta break to the you gotta do the rosary every time you walk through a door yeah <laughs> that'd be fucking horrible <laughs> it's like imagine if you were the rogue having to do it having to unlock the door and be like forgive me please Margaret oh Saint Clithro <laughs> Okay, but this didn't, so this didn't just happen in England. Another one of the most famous cases of Pene Forte d'Or uh, to ever occur actually happened over here in America in 1692 Ooh. in Salem, Massachusetts. Ah, I yeah. could have guessed that. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Uh-huh. The victim was a farmer by the name of Giles Corey. Now, what happened to him was horrible. Um, six men were killed during the trials, so it wasn't just you know which women witches it was men too but in all fairness giles uh he was a dick so he kind of i don't know if you have it coming to get crushed to death but if anybody did say it's probably him so eventually we will cover the witch trials not just salem but there was a lot of witch trials in in you know europe and and england and, and and over here so we'll we'll cover them at a later time but let me give you just a little uh, synopsis of Giles' life. He, uh, he immigrated from England to Salem in the you know, 1650s. Uh, it was where he lived for the rest of his life. He owned an extensive piece of land just south of, the, south of the village, which gave the appearance of him being a successful farmer. But his personality, reputation, and relationships with others led to him being less than loved by the community. He was known for his lack of consideration for others and for leading a, quote, scandalous life. Uh, in 1675, he pummeled a farm worker, Jacob Goodall, to death, which resulted in a substantial fine. This guy sounds a little bit, if he's just a beach bum, sounds a little <laughs> bit like, uh, like our good old buddy, yeah. Chucky. So by the time the witch trials came around, uh, he was in his 80s and married to his third wife, Martha, uh, in March. Uh, I was going to make a Superman Batman joke there, but I didn't. Uh, in March 19th, 1692, Martha was arrested for witchcraft. So Giles, being the ever-loving husband he was, took to the witness stand to testify against his wife. Of course he did. <laughs> Again, it was like outlawing. Easy divorce. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Just accuse your wife of being a witch or or agree with the fact that she is. Yeah. (laughs) So he uh, he eventually tried to recant his uh, deposition, which led to greater suspicion of his involvement in witchcraft because of the stigma surrounding perjury. One month later, on April 19th, Giles was accused of witchcraft, and there was a warrant out for his arrest. There were two primary accusations, one from Abigail Hobbs, who, during her own confession to witchcraft, named Giles and Martha as fellow witches, and one from Ezekiel Shivers and John Putnam Jr., who filed accusations on behalf of Ann Putnam, uh, Marcy Lewis, Abigail Williams, Mary Wolcott, and Elizabeth Hubbard. These are all names that you, if you know anything about Salem, uh, you'll know. Your camera went out again, Dan. Yeah. If you know anything about Salem, you'll <laughs> you'll know uh, those names. If you don't know it, we'll you'll know it when we eventually cover it. I'm back. There you go. There's that beautiful face. Now so everybody after- can see me again. All so, of these podcast listeners can see uh, me once again. <laughs> Hi, everybody. So after after his arrest. 
Giles remained in jail with his wife until his trial on September 16th. He went to trial and pled not guilty, but simultaneously refused to, quote, put himself on the court because of his contempt for the court. Corey was not willing to submit himself to a trial by jury that he believed he had already had already determined his guilt because the court had accepted the testimony of the same accusers in the trial on September 9th and all previous trials, as Giles understood it, there was no chance of him being found not guilty and that a conviction would be inevitable. So he's pretty much just like, listen, I'm not guilty of this shit but I'm not going through a trial to prove it because you're just yeah. going to say you're nobody guilty. around here, nobody <laughs> around here is being called a witch is able to, <laughs> is found is not a witch. You yeah, kill yeah. everybody. So because yeah, the trial itself is what kills them. <laughs> yeah. So not a single person was cleared. So Giles preferred to undergo quote, what death they would put me to rather than be found guilty of witchcraft and thus put to death. According to English law, Giles was ruled as standing mute, as they called it, because he would not be tried by God and my country. The court of Oyer and Terminer strictly adhered to the requirement that a defendant put himself on the country. Because Giles stood mute, he was giving the dreaded sentence of penne fork de dur, even though this procedure had been determined to be illegal by the government of Massachusetts. It was illegal for two reasons. There was no law permitting pressing, and it violated the Puritan's provision of the body of liberties regarding the end of barbarous punishment. In the entire history of the United States, Giles Corey is the only person to ever be pressed to death by order of a court. Now, he's obviously not the only person to ever get killed by crushing, yep. but by the order of a court. Legally, technically, he's the only person to legally be murdered by a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's some kind of thing to have for your name. Yeah, Giles <laughs> Corey, only due to legally be crushed to death. <laughs> it sucks for you, pal. <laughs> uh, now, on or before September 18th, Giles Corey was slowly pressed to death in the field next to the jail. Not even in the jail. They just threw him out in a field and did it out there outside so i guess so when he just shit and pissed himself and all his entrails got vomited up you know it was easy cleanup it's natural uh fertilizer that's what it is yeah well the birds are coming just peck at it yeah, yeah. there's probably a few flowers growing where his arse emptied out well he was an asshole yeah. so it's probably a bunch of fucking poison ivy or some shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. so in the literature about court about uh guile's torturous death there is a reference to his famous last words more weight just fucking, I mean, which is it's kind good of... Say, I'm sorry, who does he think he is? This Chinese Ling Chi dude? Who's the most hard-ass motherfucker about... ever? No. <laughs> he writes usurper in his own fucking blood. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, you're... Chucky. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. You ain't living up to that guy. I can't remember that guy's name, but... I don't either. Um, Something Chinese. started with an X, but it doesn't... It doesn't yeah. Something Chinese. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with I think a horrible French accent we're like something Chinese yeah well, 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 to be fair I'm not even going to try and it, it'd be sound very racist for me to just guess <laughs> yes, the name yes, <laughs> so, well, <laughs> well, that's why I didn't feel bad doing a French accent yeah. that bad because France it's not a race it's a it's a nationality so 
I'm only offending you uh, nationally, not racially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if I yeah. throw out random words to sound Chinese... Yes, if you just start doing a really bad <laughs> Asian accent, yeah, that would be not good. Yeah. So these words were uttered as a final attempt to expedite his death while also showing that not even imminent death could convince him to go to trial. It is even told that the sheriff took his cane and pressed Giles's tongue back into his mouth just before he died at the end of the two days of being slowly crushed. September 18th, Giles Corey was excommunicated from the village church so that he would not die as a member of the church. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen The Crucible by Arthur Miller, but he is a major character in that play and movie. Never seen it. No. It's well, this uh, sort my fuck a life out moment. No, I don't think oh, so. No, okay. I don't think so. No, no. So Giles Corey was a douche, and I'm glad he can't listen to our show. But those of you who do, please email us at torturepod at gmail.com. Message us on Twitter and Instagram at torturepod or rate and review uh, wherever possible. Yeah, and on see, that note, the John Wick 4 trailer has dropped. So, I know. I, uh, I haven't watched I it didn't, yet, but. I didn't get to watch it. I was going to watch it. I was like, oh, no, I got to go record, but I'm going to watch it when we get off here, and I'm going to message you about how fucking awesome it is because <laughs> it's John Wick, and it's going to be fucking yeah. awesome. Of course it is. But no, <coughs> I, wanted, I wanted to. Life yeah, I, I actually felt bad that I didn't watch it before we got on here. I was like, he's going to bring it up at some point. <laughs> And I'm gonna I, tell uh, him I didn't get to watch I didn't get to watch yeah. the trailer and he's gonna be like, sort your fucking life out. Yeah, and I'm gonna and, feel uh, bad. Um the wifey wife is working right now and I'm not gonna watch it without her. So Oh, is she a big it. fan? Oh god, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah, we we're constantly, constantly quoting it that the bit with your man from Iron Chef. Do you know what you mean? cuisine guy from Iron <laughs> Chef. Yeah. And like, he's like <laughs> we're always we're always quoting that and uh, it was really funny because we were watching we were watching Iron Chef and um, he came on and I was like I knew I recognised him from somewhere we were watching John Wick and I didn't put two and two together that it was the same yeah. guy and then we ended up watching Iron Chef I was like oh my god that's a John Wick guy and, uh, so ever since then it's all a cuisine John Wick Jesus fuck oh <laughs> My wife and I watched the Great British Baking Show together. So That's a brilliant know. show. So it's all good. I love soggy it. bottom. A bit it's... of soggy bottom. Bit of soggy bottom. Ooh. My wife has waited this entire season. It's got like two episodes left. She waited the entire season for Prue to finally say, um, it's a bit stodgy. And stodgy. she said it. Yes. She goes, it's a bit stodgy. My wife yeah. <laughs> looks at me. She's laying on the couch. She turns and looks at me, puts her arms up. She said it! <laughs> <laughs> That's a great show. Right? Arms I, up I in the air. I haven't watched it in ages. It's, it's good in fun. victory, like she did something. Yeah, do you know the... Um, I don't know if Mary Berry is even still on it, the crazy old English woman. No, she she's not on it anymore. Oh, no, right. Well, she's um, not on it anymore. Apparently she was a bit of a messer. Where You know, I'm, I'm assuming Paul Hollywood is still on this season, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, Paul, Paul and Prue are still the, yeah. the judges. All right. Well, Paul um, was driving a Ferrari and apparently Mary stopped him when he was pulling out after filming one day and she came over to the window and she started talking to him and he was saying that what she was saying made absolutely no sense and he was like what the hell is she talking about it was just this random shit so he drove yeah. off and he, and he found out later that what happened was while she was leaning on the door in his window talking to him she keyed his car <laughs> she was talking to him <gasps> apparently that's what happened that was the story he told at some stage so 
Well, I thought it was like she she was always up to stuff like that. Apparently, she was an absolute messer, like like up to no good the entire time. Wow, crazy old holy shit! That 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 takes some balls right there. I was actually listening to a podcast the other night. Um, it's a I can't remember the name of it, and I apologize to the people. I'll post. Well, find it is and post a link and apologize. Um, but it um they do fate. You know the the role playing game fate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you kind of come up with everything on the fly. They were play it, uh, they play that, but they always have different scenarios. And the one I listened to the other night was the Great British Bake Off in Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's like uh, it's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> you can imagine sitting there. It's a bit stodgy. It's a bit stodgy. See, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> yes. Just, just took you a second. Just you know, <laughs> All right, fuck. Back to crushing. Uh, it's That was our foray into food. It happens uh, every time. So in 1676, a soldier named Major Strangeways was accused of strangling a lawyer to death. Uh, this was also in England. Um, some say it was his brother-in-law whom he was attempting to intimidate. Others say it was a man trying to seduce his sister. But either way, it went a little too far, and the man died. Uh, Major said that his intent wasn't to kill the man, and so he felt like he had done nothing wrong. You know how when you kill somebody, but you're like, I didn't mean to, and it's everything's yeah, fine. Yeah. Cause you, yeah, the, yeah, I think that's called manslaughter. And you mm. still go to prison for it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's your, like, you know. I was only choking him a little bit. Yeah. Just a little. Didn't mean to completely so, kill him. Only kill him a little bit. <laughs> kill him a little bit. And when in court, uh, he refused to give a plea. He was thrown in a cell for about two weeks while they alternated days in which he would get small amounts of barley bread to eat and what I can only surmise to be just north of wastewater to drink. The only thing that kept him alive for those days were a group of friends that snuck him more, cleaner water, and medicine. Now, when he still wouldn't give a plea, he was sent to be pressed in the Old Bailey Press Yard. The court even had a machine, quote, purposely constructed with a view to pressing on the region of the heart and so expediting death. Now, as the machine pressed down, Strangeway's face turned from white to black. The weights were piled on until 400 pounds pressed down on him. Uh, He still didn't die. Finally, his friends, witnessing the pressing, jumped on top of the press to, quote, add their own weight to the wood and iron. Their weight finally ended the victim's suffering by killing him. Those are some friends. Oh, yeah. I yeah, just jump on so, Yeah, kill him so he doesn't suffer. Yeah, I d- It must have been far more popular than you'd imagine if they had an entire yard dedicated to pressing. You know, if they had a, yeah. a pressing yard, then it must have been an awful lot of people. Like, yeah, ain't playing. What are, what are they building out there? Tennis court? Nah, yeah. badminton? Mm-mm, pressing yard. Yeah. Oh, There's an awful okay. lot of surprising amount of doors sitting out there. Yes. Doors and boulders, as far Doors as I can boulders. see. Doors and boulders. Doors and boulders. It was the pickleball of its of its age. All of a sudden, just out of nowhere, just become super popular. Everybody's doing it. Exactly. Do you know about pickleball over there in mm-hmm. Ireland? 
No. No? I've got a clue with how pickleball Pickleball, is. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's a weird kind of, like, giant ping pong, almost. Pickleball, play... googling that yeah. shit. Nah. Nah. <laughs> it's like somewhere between tennis and ping pong. Yeah, it's really big in, like, retirement communities. <sighs> That's what I those understand. weird balls are from. I've, never, I've seen those balls before. Yeah. I never knew that it was pickleball okay yeah, the very the very last episode of attack of the show on g4 before they shut down they go out and they have a pickleball tournament and it's it looks just not something i'm into anyway huh. there's also the tale of william spigot and thomas phillips two highwaymen that robbed men on the highways of england in the 1720s and teens both men decided a no plea until their belongings were returned to them they were sent to be crushed. Uh, when they got to the pressing room, Philip said, nope, I'm good. Take me back. I'll plea. Uh, but Spigot kept silent with the exception of, quote, pray for me and complaining about the weight they placed on his head. Other than that, he didn't say anything. Right. Yes. <laughs> the facial expressions I get. I can't wait until we yeah. can start putting... Start putting our videos up <laughs> so, video. so people can see your facial. I just wonder what, yeah, does he have like, the, like a little tiny door to put over his head? <laughs> like, I'm just assuming that they're all like a Stuart Little door. Point, you see, that like, he has yeah. that one time. Yeah. <laughs> and just put a little cup of stones on top. Ooh, 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 there you go. See, yeah, but, but see, here's the thing they never put any weight on his head. The only thing that was on his head was a cloth. The weight he felt was from the pressure of his blood. Uh, building up in his face yeah yeah so after they got to about the 400 pound mark spigot tapped out and decided to put in a plea they were eventually both found guilty on several counts and were executed by hanging so you're still gonna die but i mean hanging is a better way to go <laughs> i think yeah I'd, I'd imagine so especially with some of the methods of uh, crushing i've seen on the internet now at this stage yeah. it's like i I'd rather the well, the modern version of the hang as opposed to the old school version of it, where you actually have your neck snapped. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. To the snaps, literal choking yeah. to death. Except for choking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the asphyxiation version of it is just bleh. Uh-huh. Because it can take a long fucking time. Well, yeah, every method of this crap seems to take an awful long time, so I think that's... <laughs> that's torture. It's a that's common kind of theme. the name of the fucking show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually... Exactly. Um, we had some uh, shows coming up that I decided to scrap because when I was reading up on them and really looking at it, I was like, now the people didn't suffer enough, so we can't talk about those. we got to talk about something else. So, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it wasn't cruel enough. It was like, well, that was that was quick and painless. We can't talk about that. That's pointless. No point yeah. talking about that. It's like Taylor Swift's last album release. <laughs> Tor yes, torture. There we go. Got to bring her up at least once an episode. There are no Tay-Tay songs today, people. There are no Tay-Tay songs this time? My apologies. No. Uh, Sadly not. Um, I am surprised that she doesn't have a lyric or something about being, about crushing somewhere in her repertoire. Yeah. Every pop band have something to do with crushing in some way, shape, or form. It's usually a that's crush true. or not to do with physically yeah, crushing. That's true. You know, That's it's true. uh yeah, it, it's very hard to find a song with that in it's it. Literally, it's literally, it's literally about being crushed. Yeah, yeah, like a song here, crushing death and grief. 
1735, John Weeks of Fiddlesworth, Sussex, was arrested for highway robbery and murder. According to the court records, Weeks had been caught red-handed with several spots of blood and part of the stolen goods found upon him. Weeks appeared at the court where he attempted to avoid justice by feigning stupidity and the inability to speak. The judge ordered that Weeks, quote, be taken back to the prison whence you came, that you be laid upon your back in the bare floor with a cloth around your loins, but everywhere naked, that there be set upon your body a weight of iron as great as you can bear, even greater, that you have no sustenance save the first day three morsels of the coarsest barley bread, on the second day three draughts of stagnant water, on the third day bread as before, next water as before, until you die. It's like fuck. It wasn't even a. It wasn't even a put a plea in, and uh, everything would be good. It's like no. This is what's gonna happen until you fucking die. So, there you go. Most pressings. Most pressings were conducted in like a dungeon. Weeks was tortured and executed in public, the marketplace of Horsham. You do this shit in a marketplace. It's like I just came here to buy. Horseshit. Pretty much. I just came here to buy bread. Sounded like this guy's getting crushed to death. Horsham or Horsham. I don't know how they pronounce Horsham. 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 According to contemporary, (laughs) according, (laughs) you like that? You would have gotten. You would have gotten on better with the French accent. Do my uh, my English accent. This is a water bottle. You just take the R's. Water bottle. A water bottle. <laughs> Caught a panda. They were saying it's caught a panda. Caught a panda. Yeah. Caught a panda. Caught a panda. <laughs> yeah. Caught a panda. Caught a panda. Caught a panda chips. But, um, oh, a quarter pounder. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Caught a panda. Yeah. I got it. That's a cocky. Okay. Caught a panda. Hey, caught a panda. Gives a caught a panda. Yeah. Um. That noise that you hear in the background of Utah was a fan, just as a heads up, is some, it's raining here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And some asshole is out cutting their grass. Oh. <laughs> I can hear the brrrr. I just, just heard it there and I can see that on my recording, it's literally, it's picking it up. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And all I can hear is just, hold on a second. Yeah. All I can hear is a brrrr. Yeah. That sounds like something my dad would fucking do. Cuts his grass three times a week, and it barely grows. <sighs> anyway, according Christ, to... This is <laughs> Middle of winter. According to contemporary reports, he was laid on his back, and stone weights were piled on top of him, 100-pound uh, point increments. One added every few minutes. And within an hour, weeks lay under 400 pounds of boulders. Quote, he was almost dead, having the agonies of death upon him. Then the executioner, who weighs 16 or 17 stone, lay down upon the board, which was over him, and adding to the weight, killed him in an instant. Other reports suggest that Weeks was finished off when several onlookers sat or stood on his weights. Now, whether they did this to kill him or out of sympathy, out of sympathy or simply for fun, is not recorded. I could see any of them, honestly. Let's kill him because... John Weeks! Kill him because he's suffering, or let's get on and and kill the guy! I could see either one, really, at this time uh, in England. They just wanted to have the the 
not to, to be known to be the one to have killed John Weeks. Yeah. Because it sounds a bit like John Weeks. Yeah. I thought it was when I first read Trudio. I was like, oh, no, that's not John Weeks, not yeah, Weeks. John Weeks. Damn it. Uh, but you know, if, if they might have done that for fun, and you know what you can do for fun? You can email us at torturepod at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at torturepod. Get a hold of us. Tell us what you think. <laughs> tell, tell us what you'd like for us to cover. First 100. We'll, uh, we'll call you out on the show. Very first one to email us. Dan first. will write you a song. Yeah. Shameless plug. And he'll play it all through an egg. Yep. Like, subscribe, hit that bell icon, people. <laughs> you can't find us on YouTube. Search for Torture Pod. So medieval England was by no means the start of this type of torture. Uh, for that, you have to go back about 4,000 years to Southeast Asia and India, where criminals and mutinous soldiers would be crushed to death by elephants. So these animals were trained so well that they could either kill outright, quick and messy, or they could take their time and press slowly, sometimes kicking the person around a little. Some were known to pick up the person with their trunk, throw them in the air, and then stomp on them on the way down. Or slice through a person with their sharpened tusks, and then stomp on the pieces that fell to the floor. Oh, animals. Beautiful, majestic creatures. They are. They're amazingly dangerous. Mm. Yeah. The last recorded use of this practice was in 1914. So... So this yeah, again, 1914. Yes, the last time this was used was in 1914. <laughs> that we know Good of. Lord. That we know of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Carthaginians and ancient Romans used the practice as well, with the latter remarking that elephants were preferred to lions and bears because they were more intelligent and easy to train. Which they are. They're incredibly intelligent creatures, and uh, you can train them. Here, the, the zoo here, St. Louis Zoo, one of the best zoos in the fucking world, has amazing elephants, and Raja, the big bull male elephant they have, they uh, they give him presents on his birthday, and he gets to tear them apart and eat what's inside, and it's so much fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Elephants are great. I love elephants. That's ironic, then, that, that the typical nickname for, or slang word for somebody who's an idiot is Dumbo, which obviously derives from the elephant. Dumbo is my, you know, sure, doesn't, no, oh, edit that out. I know what it comes from. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with it. I'm going to save that. And and you know when those moments where you're, you know, when you're talking and they're processing in your brain at the same time and you realize half what you're saying, it's like, no, I know exactly where that comes from. This is all getting saved. I was going to put it in a YouTube short. I'll edit it out of the original podcast, but that's all going to get saved. And it's all of Dan's brain that's, farts, that's, Yes, there we go. Yeah, that's going to be Patreon. Uh, I know it. So we're going to jump forward about 2,000 years, uh, maybe a little less, and we'll take you to the Roman tale of Tarpe in Roman mythology, daughter of the commander of the capital in Rome during the Sabin War. Now, traditionally, she offered to betray the citadel if the Sab is it Sabin or Sabines would give her what they wore on their left arm or gold their golden bracelets. Instead, keeping to their promise, they threw their shields on her and crushed her to death. Then she was either thrown from or buried at uh, Tarpian Rock, a uh, cliff on the Capitoline Hill over which murderers and traitors were thrown. 
And it said that the Aztecs use crushing, but I was not able to find any actual examples uh, of Aztecs crushing someone. I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure I probably just looked over them, but I didn't find any. I was going to say, I'm sure there's not really that much documented about them. Yeah, probably not. not, Um, So didn't they learn most of their stuff about them from what they found on um, and their and like yeah, what they yeah, what they like found that. from their from their ruins, from their art, from what yeah. the Spanish conquistadors told everybody, you know, the the propaganda they made up about them, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. If you, if you're able to find anything about the Aztecs using crushing, please email us at torturepod at gmail dot com and let us know. <laughs> really, really punching it in there. Really like, like subscribe and really fucking punching it in there. So obviously the practice of Pene Fortador was outlawed long ago, uh, around 1741, um, for most civilized society. Uh nowadays, if you don't plea, uh a plea of not guilty will be put in the record for you. So it's not like I'm not gonna plea, and then they can't go on the trials. Like, oh you're not gonna plea, okay. Well you then you plead guilty. not guilty. It's that easy. But, you know, 1914, they were still crushing people to death with elephants, apparently. So, who knows what's going on nowadays. I just realized I had myself muted there. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to cut down the noise because I was, I was typing in a search thing and then I was like, ah, oh, I still have myself muted. Damn it. Because <laughs> I hate having to click, 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 clicks mm-hmm. going on in the background. So, my apologies yeah. for that. Uh, you Were you able to find any pop cultures stuff? With crushing, um, let me see. So, obviously, if you can get people to get this on the the Wikipedia page, is one I avoided reading the entire sentence of because it is in reference to a video game series that I have sitting there waiting to be played, which is the Dark Pictures Anthology. Okay, and it's the the, the Little Hope game, and that apparently there's a um a scene in that. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to skip over without looking at the names of the people, but <laughs> um, because I don't want it to uh, you don't want it to spoil it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there's uh, Crucible. The Crucible uh-huh. is you yeah. already mentioned the Crucible, didn't you? Yes, I yeah. Did. And then um, according to Wikipedia, then there's a 1970 made-for-television supernatural horror film, Crowhaven Farm, which sounds like a really bad soap opera uh-huh. to me. Um, other than that, uh, the best example I can think of to do with uh, somebody being crushed to death um, in a different manner uh, comes from, like, if you can imagine, it's a not-too-distant future, and your entire race is under threat of being wiped out, and the only way for you to save your entire race is to go back in time. Okay? okay. You have to find the mother of the unborn leader of the people who are out to kill you and you have to kill her. Yes. And then for all your hard work and effort, some asshole crushes you. All you're trying to do is save your people. Uh You know, nobody helped them. Just sitting there looking at them. Poor innocent Terminator getting crushed. (laughs) And he's just doing his job. You know, just throwing out that the movie is not called Kyle Reese. It's called Terminator. So, who should you be up for in that scenario? It's completely up to you. But anyway, yeah. but yeah, that the it's not the same kind of crushing. No, was, but yeah, I mean you, everything gets modernized as as technology advances. So yeah. does our torture. So that's it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you or any of your loved ones have been affected or have um, 
been subdued to any of these forms of torture and and survived, then emails <laughs> like and subscribe. Uh, Get us on. You help us. Twitter. We'll help you. Twitter and Instagram at torturepod. Yeah. That's it. And big shout out to Thomas actually this week as well as uh, one of the guys from work who is listening and. Um, this is not meant in an offensive way, you know, to you, Kevin. He said that you have um, the exact kind of voice he would imagine a like an American podcast host to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, it's fine. And I sound like shit. So I am an American podcast host, so I mean, I can't really take offense to yeah. offense to that. <laughs> We're all over the place. It's a big country. No, that's it. But yeah, I'm sure it's, I'm sure like um them hearing you is the same thing as um your folk over yonder hearing me. Oh no, I think the folk over here Similar. think the Irish accent's a lot sexier than folk over there think the Midwestern accent. Yeah, well, like we discussed before, I think it's just we're so accustomed to the American accent over yeah. here thanks to uh being Yeah. saturated with your it, accent's you know, still but, uh, exotic. Sure fa fa fee fa fa fo kiss me blarney. Fucking you tell about the wee buckles on my shoes. That's what everybody expects. All right. Thankfully, we all don't sound like Conor McGregor. Oh, fuck. You know, I loved Conor McGregor for a a while, and then I realized how big of a fucking asshole he was. I was like, man. Never liked him. I mean, when he first came out, he was all brash and everything. He was like, oh, look at this guy. Because he could back it up. And then then he just turns out to be a fucking prick. Like, all right. Yeah. I mean. Please come back. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever be a dick be a dick all right credits for all of our reference material can be found in our show notes you can follow us on twitter and instagram at torture pod if you like to contact us or email address torturepodgmail.com please rate review subscribe follow like all that good shit um get us on youtube uh search for torture pod just searching for torture didn't didn't give us the uh, results that we wanted so it's torture pod and you can find the videos up there uh if you'd rather you know watch a podcast with no yeah which we're not even no. in the videos it's just it's, no it's just that, that's not a bad thing but you know whatever no. you, you do you that's fine um the hint yeah. for our next episode is the fruit of pain which if you know anything about torture you probably already know uh what that is ah. and if you don't then it's the first time I know what it is. <laughs> I made it pretty. It's pretty obvious, but it is. You know, there it is. Fruit of pain. Enjoy. Uh, all right. Are I we going to cover um, Lego at any stage? You know, when you step on Lego, that should be a form of torture. I think that's, that's going to be a two-part cover. Yeah. <laughs> the Lego. Have one? to do a whole series <laughs> on the torture of Lego. <laughs> you ever have one chucked at your head? Danish bastards. Oh, yeah. yeah. It fucking hurt. Horrible all right, shit. that's fuck all I got. Uh, I guess come join us next time in a couple weeks for Fruit of Pain. You, you already know what that is. But. All right, we'll see you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.